Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. All right, Susie, KT, are you ready for today's podcast? Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm unstoppable, I'm a buzzer with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah, I win every single game, mine's so powerful, I don't need batteries to play, I'm so confident, yeah, I'm unstoppable today. November 30th. 2023. Welcome everybody to the Women in Money podcast, as well as everybody smart enough to listen. Susie O and KT is here in the <laughs> house. It's been, I feel like it's been so long. For me? Yeah. It was because we had Robert do our Thanksgiving because we were fishing. Oh, fishing. Are we going to do the big reveal? All right. So before Today's we begin, the big reveal. Before we tell all of you the results of, of the tournament, the Wahoo tournament, this is the SKT and Susie Anything podcast. This is where you write in to ask. Susie, S-U-Z-E podcast at gmail.com. You write in your question. And if Miss Travis happens to pick it, we will answer it on this podcast. All right, take it away, KT. So the big reveal, we go out on the tournament day. It is a brutal day in terms of the number of boats out there competing. Huge, huge, big Vikings, big fishing yachts. We're in our little whaler, and we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. No one, no one is catching. All of a sudden, we look, and the big boys are gone. They went way south. Almost so, 100 miles Almost to south, Cuba. I mean, which way they were south. Able to do because they have so many engines on their boat. Oh, they're boat. big, big, big yachts. We have a little boat. Yeah. They go way, way south. They're out of sight, but we're still going back and forth, passing all our friends, waving, and everyone's putting their fingers up. Zero. We caught nothing. Finally, finally. Susie and I almost like maybe after four or five hours in of nonstop fishing, we finally catch a wahoo. And our this first wahoo, of the season. Yeah, by first the way. of the season. So we're just elated that we caught our first fish of the season. When we brought it on board, we didn't even have to gaff the fish. It was so tiny <laughs> and so small. We looked at each other. And by the, the way, one you can't caught. really catch and release a wahoo because you've already, you know, it's already spent. So you have to bring it in and actually consume it. But this fish was only 13 pounds. All right, everybody imagine that. So here we go to the we're the weigh-in, and, and all the boats are coming in slowly, and everyone's and looking. And everybody up till this point thought we had won the tournament. Because we caught a fish. And nobody else No one caught. else is catching. All of a sudden, the big boys are returning. 
the big ones that went way, way, way south. They're returning and we go down to, and, and everyone's saying, no one caught this, no one caught that. So many of our great fishermen friends caught nothing. We go to the weigh-in and there on the scale is the biggest wahoo I ever saw in my life. Eight pounds. pounds. Susie has to post a photo on our Women of Money um, app because you on the wall, you've got to see what this looks like. Then she'll post the photo next to it of us with our winning So fish. the bottom line is... We didn't win. We didn't win. But, but we did win because we had the best time Best time ever. ever. All right, but... We will try again. Go look at the photos and get a giggle. Year. All right. You have to look hard to find our fish. The biggest one, by the way, we've ever caught was a 60-pounder. So I can't imagine pulling in a 68-pound. It was huge, but you will see. Okay. All right. So the first question I have is from Jen W. She wrote, help, please read this, KT. So I'm going to read it, Jen. Hi, Susie. I've listened to your podcast over the years and finally decided to buy the must-have documents. My husband and I have a will that was made by a lawyer years ago. We know we need to have a trust. So we've been married for 20 years. My husband has kids from his previous marriage, but they're older now, and we don't have any children together. My question is, do we have to purchase two must-have document kits, or can we both use this one? I've not activated the code yet because I wasn't sure if we can both use the same code. Now, the reason I chose this is that you've all heard the must-have documents over and over again, but it took Gen W all these years to finally get it. And I think this is an important way to start your new year for those of you that don't have it. So Susie's going to explain that one code will do a great deal of good. Yeah, so one thing that you all have to understand, and you need to understand, Jen, all you have to do is purchase one, and then you can share it with as many people as you want. So the activation code that you have, you can use it for yourself. You will then personalize it by setting it up to the email you want and your own password. Then you will give it to your husband. He will do the same thing with his email that he wants and his passcode. You won't be able to see each other's unless you voluntarily show it to each other. But you can do that with as many people as you want. So Susie, wait, tell everyone that didn't get the must-have docs yet where to go. Well, it's a great way to start the new year, nice and secure. Yeah, the, the best way for you to do it is go to the URL musthavedocs, D-O-C-S, musthavedocs.com. And there is where you would get them. It's $2,500 worth of state-of-the-art documents. I believe it's for $99 right now. can share it with anybody. And when you go there, you will see my picture and a video. I'm the educator of this product. So you go there. I educate you on what you need to know. And then you decide what you want to do from there. But hopefully, you will decide to partake in them. Next question, okay. KT. Again, everyone, listen to this. She said, this is from Pam. She said, KT, pick me. Oh, is that what you're doing? This <laughs> Yeah. You're looking for everybody? No, who's... KT, pick me. <laughs> so, Susie, how does it work 
when our mom passes and has stocks that need to be sold and then transferred to the three siblings in the family trust. So they're saying we're still waiting on IRA and Roth IRA to be settled with the bank for us to get access to money from the trust. Can you please give some information on how this usually works? Yeah. Dealing with this bank is not fun. Thank you, Pam. Now, I have a feeling in this particular situation, Pam, that the trust that your mom set up she made this bank, whatever bank it is, the trustee of that trust. And what happens when that happens is that they get paid a fee to do all of that work. And the longer they do that work for, the more money they make. Now, I don't know if that is your situation or not, but it's important that when you do have the must-have docs or you're naming somebody, rather than naming a bank to take care of everything, one of you personally should be named a kid or a spouse or whatever it may be, whoever that person would trust to carry out the instructions of the trust. It should not take this long. It should be done really in a matter of weeks, believe it or not. So you need to stay on this bank, call them five times a day, hassle them, do whatever you can, and get this to happen. Yeah. Okay. Next one. This is from Lauren. She said, don't let me down, KT. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now you all know the key to don't how to get down, KT, KT to pick this. Yeah. She said, I need to knock some sense into my brother. I love that first line. <laughs> I can relate to that. So we're twins, age 37. I'm a twin too, but I have a great twin sister. We're identical. Obviously, you're fraternal. So she said he is single, no dependents, financially stable, and owns his own home. He has no mortgage. His tax guy helped set up a Roth IRA for him years ago, but its investment options are slim. When he told me what he's invested in, I nearly fainted. I did my best to talk him into a Roth IRA with Fidelity, where the investment options are bountiful. He just won't listen to me. Maybe, maybe, Susie, he'll listen to you or both of you. Can you provide me with a persuasive argument as to why what he is doing is not wise? Does she tell you what he is actually doing? Yes. Well, read that to me. Okay. He recently arranged the following, $110 yeah. a month into the Growth Fund of America yeah. and $110 a month into Class A yeah. 2040 bonds. All right. First of all, what all of you, forget your brother for a second here, Lauren, <laughs> right? What all of you have to understand is that today you are able to make purchases of ETFs, of mutual funds, of all kinds of things without having to pay a commission. Those are called no-load funds and or exchange-traded funds where you're purchasing at a Fidelity, for instance, and there's no charge to buy or sell. The fact that your brother's tax person also helped him set up this account and they set it up into two things that he bought that have a four 
to 5 or possibly 6% commission on tells me that somehow the tax person is also making money off of what your brother buys, number one. Number two, the good news is he's only putting $110 a month into these things. He could be putting $500 a month into it, $600, depending whatever it is that he's actually doing. But Growth Fund of America happens to be a fabulous mutual fund. The problem is, in my opinion, it is a loaded mutual fund where you pay a load or a commission, and there are other mutual funds that are equally as good that don't do that. The class 80, 20, 40 bonds, whenever you see the letter A, that means there is a load on it. You never, ever, ever, in my opinion, want a mutual fund that has an A or a B on it. Got it? You want no load funds. So your brother is absolutely making a mistake. However, here's the truth, Lauren. He can't be doing that bad because he's single, he doesn't have dependents, he's financially stable, according to you, and he owns his own home, no mortgage, outright. So he's got to be doing something right. The question is, do you own your home outright? Are you financially stable? So he may feel that he doesn't need any advice from his twin sister. So let him do what he wants. He wants to continue to make mistakes. Okay, he'll still make money. He just won't make as much money as he could. Or as you. Or as you. <laughs> so in the meantime, let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't give him advice because if you give him advice and it goes wrong, you'll pay for it. Trust me. Just live your life and you make the right decisions and let him do what he wants because he has the decision to do that. Just that simple. He's not making grave errors, but he is making, in my opinion, a silly one. All right. Okay. This next question is from Christine. And, and I think, Susie, you need to address a couple of things here. But basically what happened was Christine said she hit rock bottom. She needs to know the best way to move fast from here to correct a 580 credit score. Mm -hmm. And she feels that she had, she was misled with a bankruptcy lawyer that told her to file. And since that, she said, my life is worse than ever. I'm wondering how to fix this nightmare that will now follow me for 10 years. I'm 54. I own my own home four years away from paying it off. Auto loan ends in April. I cannot refinance or get a loan or credit to save my soul. Good. She filed. Haven't owned charge cards in four years. Good. Help. So here's what I would tell you, Christine. You got to change your attitude on this. Right. And you got to change how you're thinking about this, girlfriend. You have this so wrong, I can't even tell you. I don't care what your credit score is. I don't care that you can't get credit cards. I care about that you're 54 and you're going to own your own home in four years from now. Who's going to be 58 and owns their own home outright today? Who? Everybody listening? What do you think of that? Wouldn't you like to own your own home outright at 58? But Christine, 
doesn't appreciate how much that means. She has a car loan that ends in April. April is just a few months from now. So why does she need to refinance a loan? Why does she need to do any of that? Why, Christine? You have a car. You're going to keep the car. You have a home. You're going to keep the home. You are not going to take money out of the home as a home equity line of credit, which possibly you could have done if you had a high FICO score. I don't care, again, that you can't get credit to save your soul. Good. Go on a cash basis. It's just that simple. So over time, everything will improve financially in terms of your credit. But the truth of the matter is, you say you haven't owned charge cards in four years. Good. I hope you don't own them for another four years. Or forever. Or forever. (laughs) You don't need them. Go cash. That's how it is. And it's just that simple. And if you need to use a credit card, fine. Either get yourself a debit card or get yourself a secured credit card. But if I were you and you already claim bankruptcy, fabulous, because you're not going to claim it again. All right, KT, did you know that most people who claim bankruptcy once claim it twice? Twice, yeah. So you told when me you that claim before, bankruptcy, you get rid of everything, and then you feel free and you make the same mistakes again. Christine is in a situation where the fact that she did it, she can't get herself in trouble again. It's her thoughts that are going to do her in. Next question, KT. Okay, from Larissa. Hi, Susie. Thank you for laying the ground rules for us. Having your advice at my fingertips takes so much of the stress away. Now, this is interesting. Listen to the the year. Ready? I've recently found myself helping my 80-year-old parents with their retirement money. My question is, you say this market is the time to hold their stock so they have time to bounce back. I understand that they should take the RMD from their bond holdings, but when and how often should their stock or bond allocations be rebalanced? My parents are scared that they'll be losing so much. I'd like to help them feel they're doing their best. So at 80 years old, how do you advise Larissa yeah. So to here's, keep them calm. Here's the thing, everybody. When you have money in a retirement account, a traditional retirement account, a pre-tax one, not a Roth retirement account. Because in a Roth retirement account, which is after tax, you don't need to take required minimum distributions once you attain a certain age. Currently, that age is 73. In the next few years, it's going to go to 75. But there will come a time when you do have money in a traditional retirement account meaning pre-taxed, and you have to start taking required minimum distributions out. So you can take them out however you want. You can take them out monthly. You can take them out once a year. You can do it every six months. You can do it in any amount of money that you want. You just have to take out whatever that amount needs to be in one year. You have to withdraw it. Otherwise, there is a penalty. Now, the penalty used to be 50%. Now it's gone down to 25%. And if you do certain things, it can just be 10%. So it's not as big of a deal 
as it used to be. Got that, everybody? However, do you take it from stocks or do you take it from bonds? Now that interest rates have started to go down again, I would at this point let the bonds bounce back because probably your bonds took a bigger loss over the past few years, believe it or not, than your stocks. Because when interest rates go up, which they did over all these years, the value of bonds go down. Now that interest rates are going down, let those bonds increase. In terms of stocks, what you should be looking at is, do you take the money that's in stocks and do you purchase with it because it's in a retirement account so you don't have to worry about a capital gains tax? Do you purchase stocks today that are paying you a great dividend yield, a yield of 5%, 6%, whatever it may be? And between the bond portfolio and the stock portfolio invested in dividends, does that give you enough income to meet the required minimum distribution so that you don't really have to sell anything? So those are the types of things that you need to look at. So you might want to sit down truthfully with a financial advisor tell them exactly the situation, and hopefully that financial advisor can figure it out for you. I wish I could do that for you, but I don't know enough about your particular situation, and that's not exactly what I do anymore, but that's something that you should be looking at. I do it for you and me, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) This next question I chose because many of you don't know this, but Susie has been advising military families for decades. And it's something she does pro bono and does it with great joy. We give back to the country. So this topic, buy versus rent, is something we've heard over and over and over again from military families. And here's the question. Dear Susie, we hope this email finds you well. We currently live in Germany. We're here on my wife's military orders. We'll be moving stateside in August 2024. The big question is, do we rent or buy a home for our next location, which is in Portsmouth, Virginia, and we'll be there for at least three years? You absolutely rent. Don't even have to hear anything else. Right. This is not the time to be buying a house. I don't care how much money they have to put down. I don't care anything like that. In my opinion, the value of homes very well in many places may start to come down. I don't care what all the other pundits say. There is more and more of a waiting time when somebody puts their house on the market. There is more inventory happening. I get that mortgage interest rates are starting to come down as well. You know, you can do a 30-year mortgage right now for about 7.4%. So it has sparked more interest, but we're still down 19% from a year ago of mortgage applications. Three years is not enough. If you told me this is where you were going to move forever, maybe I would say something differently. You are to rent, period. Next question, KT. Susie, the next question I have was posted on the Women and Money Wall. It's from Haven Hollow. Your podcast, as usual, was very inspiring, but we're hoping to Mm -hmm. hear some of your sage, specific financial guidance. What, in your opinion, should we be doing now? 
shorter-term clarity has the higher rates. The market is raging up while Treasury rates are dropping. Should we be locking in the 30-year rate as it drops, at least for now? I just stop, stop, stop. Right. I get what this person, Haven Hollow, is saying. Mm -hmm. Haven, here's what you need to understand. Wait, we don't know if the name's Haven. Well, whatever her name is. His, we don't his know name. if it's his or Whoever her. you are, Haven Hollow, <laughs> which is, if you had listened carefully to the podcast over the past few months, you would have heard exactly what I had wanted you to do. You would have heard exactly that I said interest rates on treasuries were going to start to come down. You would have heard exactly the stocks that I liked. If you had listened to me on CNBC, you would have heard exactly the stocks that I wanted everybody to buy. Great picks, by the and way. And they're up anywhere from 15 to 30% in a month. All right? So you have to stay tuned. You can't just pick and choose which podcast you want to listen to. You have to listen to them all, seriously, because you never know when I am going to say something. So on Sunday, I will go over it, but I will on Sunday also reiterate why I think it is incredibly important that you take advantage of the 18-month certificate of deposit at Alliant Credit Union, paying either 5.3% or 5.35%. Take a look, everybody, at what two-year treasuries are paying right now. They are at approximately 4.6%. Are you kidding me? So remember, with an 18-month CD at Alliant, you can lock it in for 20 Three months, you can do it 18 months, 19 months, 20 months, whatever you want, up to 23 months. So now we're comparing apples and apples. And I'll talk more about that on Sunday. But I told you interest rates I thought were going to start to come down. So I told you to start dipping your toes into the 30-year treasury. Now, if you had, you would be up 5 or 6% on them already. But I'll go into it a little more on Sunday. But it's true, KT. I know I may sound stern, but I have answered all of these things that Haven Hollow is talking about. They just must not have listened to them. Ooh, and not everything ouch. not everything needs updating constantly. If I'm going to change advice, then I'll change it. If I'm not changing my advice, why repeat it? All right, next question, KT. Susie, instead of doing a quizzy today, these are such great questions and they're very, very current and relevant. So forget the quizzy, everybody. Let's just get some good advice in, in our little heads. This is from FC. Is it true that maximum contributions are going up for the 401k, TSP, 403b, et cetera, in 2024? If so, Susie, to what amounts? All right. Is so, that a good thing? Yeah, it's a great thing, yeah, it's obviously. it's a great thing, right? Yes, they're going up. Again, I will address this on Sunday in great detail on Susie's School, everything that has changed. All right. Looks like it's going up substantially. Yep, it which is. Which is great, yeah, right? Yeah, it's good. All right, All go right. on. All right, next question. Susie, I know you're a big fan of dental saving plans and you also use them. Yeah. So my big question, and, and this is coming up a lot because of all of the um, Medicare enrollment yeah. time of the year, it said, 
Can I use a dental savings plan alongside my original Medicare plan? So not only can you, but you should. For those of you who don't know, a dental savings plan is usually offered by all the companies, by the way, that also offer dental insurance. But there is no waiting time. It is far less expensive. You can save anywhere from 10 to 60% on dental procedures. It is fabulous. If I were you, I would go to dentalplans.com and take a look at it. Now, you will see my picture there. Because for years and years, I've been an advocate of dental savings plans. And you use it I have one. It has personally. saved me thousands of dollars this year. And I think it cost me and KT $180 a year. I think less. No, I think it's family gone. Plan. Maybe. But, but between check the them two out. of us, it's really... and it's something that every single one of you should check out and use, even if you have Medicare and Medicare Advantage with dental. Go on, KT. Okay. Next question. Susie, huge fan for years, but I need a favor. Uh oh. I need you to tell me what to do. <laughs> In January 2021, I made a decision that I would take $2,000 a year and every first week in January and July, I would put $1,000 into ARKK. And that's ARK. That's an ETF that I loved and still do. In my Roth IRA. As of now, I've invested $6,000 and I own 103 shares of ARK worth about $5,000. Yeah. Here's the question. Should I continue putting a thousand every six months into it or sell it or just keep it? But Susie, I do not need this money right now. What should I do? What's that's a quizzy. What should she do? What do you think? Just say keep it. going. Keep going keep go, on it. Keep investing. Absolutely. All right. So But I don't know how old um It doesn't matter. Doesn't All matter. Right. Just keep doing it. I right, listen, everybody. Wait, did I is it right what I said? It is right. Okay. Ding 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 ding, ding All right, baby. But, you don't know why it was right. So I don't know how good that is. But here's what you need to understand when, whose name is this? It doesn't have there a name. There is no name. No name. So sometimes people write in and go, no name. Anyway, here's what all of you who happen to purchase ARK, that's the ARK Innovation Fund, again, symbol is A-R-K-K, a few years ago, about in 2021, when this person started to buy ARK, it was the number one ETF out there. It had gone up to like $150 a share, which is, I'm sure, where this person, if they started in January 2021, that's how much they paid in January of 2021. But as time went on, this fund went seriously out of favor, and it actually went all the way down to $30 a share, okay? Now, however, and remember, this person is putting in $1,000 every six months. So now, ARC is right around $48, $49, $50 a share again. Now, this person has 103 shares, and they have about $5,000. So that's why dollar cost averaging, by the way, is so important. If she had just put in all $6,000 at $150 a share, Good luck recouping that, all right? But on the Women & Money podcast, I've said to all of you, if you are going to invest, you have to do it over time. 
That's called dollar cost averaging. Okay, but what should she do now? If you look at ARC, believe it or not, it is making a comeback. I wouldn't be surprised if it just stays around here for right now and consolidates, but it's absolutely turning around and it's looking like it's going up for a long time. It's next resistance level, and you all know what I mean by that. If not, listen to a past podcast, is 54. So it should easily, over the next whatever time, make it to 54. If it breaks it through 54, it could just go on and on. But if it makes it to 54, you'll be at $5,400. If it keeps going, eventually you'll be at 6000 and you will start to make a profit. You have stuck with it this far. Now is not the time to get rid of it. However, I would not continue to dollar cost average into it because if you do, as it goes up, you pay more for it. Hey, if it goes back down again, maybe you can do that. But I would just leave it for now and go into other things. All right, Miss Travis, how is that? That was good. That's a whole lot of advice, everybody. So you might listen to this one twice. Oh, and we'll let this one go a little bit longer than normal, only because why? We took up a lot of time with the tournament (laughs) facts and figures. Go look at that winning fish, everybody. And I will post that today. And until Sunday, when I will be reiterating what I think is happening with interest rates, why all of you should absolutely be purchasing the 18-month certificate of deposit with Alliant Credit Union. You do that, by the way, by going to myalliant.com. And I'll also be updating you on all the new figures for retirement accounts in terms of contribution levels, as well as adjusted gross income levels, if you qualify or not. So KT, what do we want to tell everybody? We want to say today, wherever I go, I will create a more peaceful, joyful, and loving world. And if you say that every single day, we promise you, you will be Unstoppable. unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, 
damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.